Welcome to the Here to Be podcast, a show that gives you full permission to be, to just be you. I'm your host, Megan, a trauma-informed breathwork facilitator and embodiment coach, empowering you to stop looking outside of yourself for the answers and to lead from your inner wisdom. We're going to get real, we're going to get raw, and probably a little woo-woo. I'm so glad you're here to come with. Hello, beautiful human. Welcome back to the Here to Be podcast. Excited to be sharing in your space and your energy and having also our energy get to converse with my guest today, Miranda Tiller. Miranda is a pretty, pretty cool human being, if I do say so myself. One of those guests that I am lucky enough to say that I know call her a friend, and have her immersed in many parts of my life. Miranda is an embodiment coach and breathwork facilitator, so you'll see kind of why we get along. <laughs> we could, we nerd out on the same things. We love the same things. We use the same languaging. We talk about our feelings 90,000 times, at least in this episode. You can maybe keep a count and correct me if I'm wrong, but it's really all about our feelings, what we're feeling, how we're feeling, where we're feeling, actually knowing that. But that's to come in the episode. This conversation was sparked by my intrigue, my true intrigue in the way that Miranda and the messages that Miranda has been sharing recently. She's been talking a lot about owning, stepping into, even knowing what this inner queen energy is. Yeah, I know. What? <laughs> I'm not sure either. That's why I asked. That's why I invited her to share her her wisdom and her magic. It's a beautiful weaving. It's a beautiful weaving of all parts and pieces of us. That's why I really appreciate the way that Miranda shares and how powerfully she shows up and how I get to actually witness her do this in real life. I know it to be true because I get to see it and be a support in that. But the way that she blends harnessing who you are and coming back into yourself and knowing that you are enough and it's not just for somebody else, it gets to be for you and and honoring the shadow side, honoring the wounded parts, honoring the parts that tell you you're not enough. Honoring, inviting the bits and the pieces that feel dark and that feel heavy, honoring them to that, that they are there and inviting them to come and sit at the table with you. They get to be a part. You get to be this whole multi-dimension and multifaceted human being. And you get to lead with an energy that is truly you, that is empowering you. See why I was curious? See why I couldn't wait to pick her brain on this? See why I wanted to have a conversation and share it with all of you? I hope you enjoy it just as much as I do. It's always a joy and a pleasure to share bits and pieces of my life with you in a way of bringing in really cool humans that I get to interact with and allowing you to be a part of that as well. You get to be a window into that and you meet them. It's one of the reasons why... I love podcasts is I grow so much simply from hearing guests speak 
I get really attracted to their message or what they talk about or it just teaches me something new and I know that this episode will do exactly that. Welcome back everybody. I'm so excited to be here. So excited to see this face, feel this human's energy that is across from me today and I get to share space and you get to share space with Miranda. So hello. Hello, Megan, beautiful Megan. I'm so excited to be here. Seriously, all the energy is just like moving through my body. Like, yes. Oh, I, I feel like coming that. up from my feet, sticking right <laughs> yeah. in my center too. <laughs> yeah, I just love um, our friendship. I love our, our connection. Um, so yeah, I mean, a little bit about me. I'm Miranda Tiller. I am an embodiment coach and breathwork facilitator. And I love helping women rediscover who they truly are through embodiment practices, through body-based practices, and through deep healing work, working with the inner child, working with parts of us that don't feel good enough all the time. Because I think we often are wanting and striving for to get to the next level, get to the next level, get to the next level. And that energy, even just saying that, that energy is like, oh, I'm not good enough. Oh, I'm not good enough. Oh, I'm not good enough. And it's like, if it's coming from that, I'm not good enough energy, you can get all the things you can be, have millions of followers. You can have millions of dollars and still not feel good enough. So really getting people to connect with the parts of themselves that don't feel good enough and knowing that we can have both. Mm. that's been like a huge mission and just feeling how this is shared too before we were hitting record we were talking about moving our bodies in a way that was from that space of I'm doing this because it's a fun challenge because it's about my energy it's not about changing something externally so as you're listening to this too you might not relate with all of those pieces but you can see how how we do one thing is how we do everything so you can relate this to anything that you're seeking outside of yourself to be your fix or your solution and continuing to strive for that, it, it is that energy of force. So it is coming back into self and really tapping into, it's not about making me enough. It's about, I'm just ready for something that gets to come next. Yeah. Yeah. And like going into like the intention, what is my intention? Mm. We love talking about intention. Like what is my intention behind everything. And when we can be super honest about what the intention is behind the things that we're doing, that's when things start shifting. We can just take like radical responsibility for our choices. Cause that's really what being in a loving space, that's really what coming from a loving energy is, is being taking radical responsibility and being really fully honest with yourself. It might not be the perfect answer that you get or you're seeking, but it's honest and your body sees and knows and honors that your energy feels that. Mm -hmm. It's like, it's like when you're, you're exercising, like when you go to like, I just, we were talking about this before I was just on, on the bike and I was like, Oh, I really didn't want to, but I got on it because I knew like moving my body and moving the energy through my body. And the way that I would feel afterwards would just make me so lit up and ready for my day, even if it was just 10 minutes, even if it was just five minutes, but just moving the body versus the energy of I'm getting on this bike because I am, I don't like the way I look. I'm getting on this bike because I have to change myself. I'm getting on this bike because you can feel the difference in energy versus like loving, right? Loving where you're at and honoring where you're at and 
doing it out of fear and like things need to change. I don't like myself. I'm not enough. You can feel those energies. And I think too, if somebody listening is having a hard time connecting with that, the more that you lean into the other way of being, the more that you start to know how that feels, you might not know how that feels, but you know what the other extreme does. Cause when I was in that space too, everyone would say like, you'll just know, and it will feel different, but I don't, I don't know. And I don't feel different. So what do I even do then? Yeah. Yeah. For me, I had to stop. Like I had to stop everything. I completely had to stop like exercising in that way because it was, I was, I wasn't sure either. I stopped for a minute just to like kind of recalibrate and just take some breaths and be like, okay, where am I at? What is my intention? And coming back to self, it always comes back to self. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The download that I had last night after doing some breath work was along that same vein. And it was just basically, you know, who were you before the world told you who you were supposed to be? Mm-hmm. Who, who really, really are you in all of your parts and all of your pieces, but in your true essence of being, what does that look like? Yeah. Oh, I love that. I love that. Like, and it gets to be so fluid too. Like we get to choose, mm-hmm. we get to choose who we are and who we want to be. And people will have their, their perceptions of us, but that has nothing to do with who we be that has nothing to do with who we are it's their it's their how what they feel about themselves and how they see the world mm-hmm. and so we put so much weight on what other people think and say because it's that same thing where it's like we we are looking externally when really we need to look internally where where in myself am I judging myself when someone else is judging me like and I can feel that okay is this my judgment where in myself am I judging myself And then how can I bring in more love? How can I bring in more compassion for myself for that judgment? Because underneath the judgment is just a lot of hurt and a lot of And the love and compassion can be simply, oh, I'm noticing this. And maybe the next is I don't, I'm choosing not to feel this way. What would it feel like if I felt a different way? What would that even be? Mm. One thing that you've been speaking a lot about Miranda and I am really, I love it because I'm really curious and I, it feels good to me. You know, as we, as we talk, you'll hear us say the word feels about 400,000 times. <laughs> Cause it's all about the feeling. <laughs> yeah. But this, this idea of connecting to and tapping into your inner queen energy. Yes. What does yes. that mean? What, what does it mean yeah. to you? Queen energy to me is like the version of ourselves that we often aspire to be, but we often think that we are not that. Like it's so far away, but really it's like the inner queen lives within us. The inner queen is like this fiercely compassionate, fiercely loving being that leads with her heart that knows her boundaries are from love and that her boundaries help her and other people. It's like 
she, she circulates money with love and compassion and intentions. She, um, is so intentional about the way she shows up in the world, the, what she does for herself, how she loves herself. And it's like this, this like radiation from within her. It's like, I don't want to say highest self energy because to me that's different. Your highest self is like different than your like inner queen because your inner queen is still very like human esque. It's like just like even as I'm like speaking this, like you can't see me, but my like energy is just like my spine is so straight. I'm standing so tall. I'm so confident. I trust. That's what it is. Like I fully trust that I am fully supported. I, this, this inner queen, like she fully knows that her, her heart's, her heart's desires are so needed. Like they're necessary for this world. We need to put that out there. And she trusts that she, it's like this deep, deep, deep feeling of trust. And with that, it's like this energy on one side, which is like your queen energy. And then the other parts that come up as you tap into your queen energy, the parts that think that I'm not good enough, the parts that say that, you know, whatever they say, whatever the voice is, I'm not good enough. Who am I to do that? You know, like she can have that, but I can't, um, I'm, I don't have the same background as her. Uh, I come from this kind of family. I don't live somewhere where this is acceptable. Like all of those voices that come up, like with that inner queen's energy, we get to bring them together because it's the inner queen is not shoving away these parts. She's not saying like, Oh, let's not, let's not go there. Um, you're distracting me. This is, this is not where we're going to go. She's, she looks at these thoughts with love and compassion. And she says, okay, this is interesting. Thank you for bringing this to the table. And you get to come with me. I see your fear. I see your worry and you get to come with me and I get to show you and bring you along because you are enough too. You are worthy too. You are. And so we start bringing all of these parts that don't feel good enough with us into this queen energy, into this, like this immersion, like this, this thing that's emerging from us, this inner queen energy. And all of these parts get to know that they're good enough. Hmm. Yes. Yes. Cause that, we often just me, shove that. that's the, that's the piece that I don't think is talked about enough. And so I love that we went here and I love that this is your, also your approach to it. It's, it's holding space for the light and the shadow side of that, because without both sides, that's where we weave into the toxic the, the darker side or the toxic side, whatever you label it, of that energy. And almost when that, that inner queen energy isn't acknowledging the shadow side, to me, that's, that's a space that it flips into almost a toxic masculine, this yes. force with no feeling, with, with, with no attachment to, but just this full driving force without any love or compassion behind it. Yes. It's like the divine feminine. It's like, it's like the divine feminine and like, yes. Cause you're right. If we, if we ignore those parts, if we ignore the parts that are like worried then, and we shut them away and say, I'm not going to look that because I'm a fucking queen. Like what we're not helping ourselves where it's a, it's a lie because we're ignoring parts of ourselves. And one thing that the inner queen knows and feels and does is she accepts and loves all she can hold space for all because she knows how much that she is held because she's not holding it all by herself. 
she knows that she is held. She knows that she is supported. And so when she like knows that so deeply and it's ingrained within her, like when anything comes up, when anger, when sadness, when shame, shame was a big one for me over the last like couple months moving into like, and feeling this energy from moving through me, stepping into this like newer queen energy that I'm now cultivating for myself and for the people that I serve. It's like, she, she has to see those parts because they are a part of her. Mm. She gets to have all of it. It's like what our friend Tracy always says. It's like the the fear and fulfillment. I don't know where she got that from. I wish I knew the person, but <laughs> it's like she can fear. always rattle off everybody's name and where she got it from. Like, how I does know. Brain that? We need to get better at that because I really <laughs> want to give credit. I really want to give credit because it like it really deeply impacted me because the fear and the fulfillment both get to be there. Mm-hmm. And I and a lot of other people who have been on this personal development journey, the spiritual journey, are often like feeling like we need to fix ourselves. We need to fully heal before we can really step into like our fullness. We need to fully heal this piece. Otherwise we won't be able to get X, Y, and Z. And it's like that, then we're playing the, the, if then game or when then game, you know? Yeah. It's yeah. It's, it's about combining both and, and strengthening. And here's the other thing. Here's the other thing is like, when we are with Oftentimes we um, do all of the healing work. We do the shadow work. We do all of that. And we kind of get stuck in that without trying, without cultivating our inner queen. So as we cultivate our inner queen, as we feel the energy from her moving through our body, as we lean into trust, as we lean into surrender, as we lean into more compassion and love, this part of us gets stronger. The inner queen part gets stronger. And when this inner queen part gets stronger, we have more capacity to hold more of these parts of ourselves that don't feel good enough. And it's not just doing the parts that don't feel good enough. It's both. It's both. Mm. Yeah. Where is the balance for you of noticing as I'm standing in, as I'm stepping into and really embodying when the shadow side does come up or when the doubt, the fear, the I'm not enoughness comes out, where is the balance for you instead of solely living in one space or solely living in, how do you toggle between the two? Yeah. Ooh, that's such a good question. Let me feel into that for a minute. Ah. I feel like it's, it's just like bringing awareness. So right now it's for me, it's like more cultivating that inner queen energy right now. So starting my, it's it's like starting my day. How am I starting my day? I've got to start my day with like really good stuff, like really good, maybe like a breath, something audio or, and, and mind you, like I have two young kids. So my mornings are very hectic and crazy, but this is like a non-negotiable, like right out of, right before I get out of bed, right before I'm even awake, I really feel into like, what kind of energy do I want to cultivate in my day today? Like, what do I want to feel today? What do I want to feel today? And making room for the other, the, the unknown things to come up. Um, so, so I digress, but anyways, like moving into like feeling as I'm cultivating this inner queen energy, I'm trying to spend more time here in the inner queen energy and really feeling that. And then noticing without any judgment when the other thoughts come up of uh, like, maybe it is, I'm not good enough or who am I to do that? Really catching myself in that. 
and not going into that, that shame spiral or that judgment spiral or that guilt spiral, but noticing that and immediately, or as soon as I have like the space and time sitting with those parts and bringing in my inner queen energy. in, so they can sit together and get to know each other because we can easily go down in that shame and judgment spiral. It's like, we've got to bring in, in the awareness. We've got to slow down just a little bit because you're right. If we only do like, just like, I'm a fucking queen energy all the time. That's great. But we're also ignoring parts of ourselves potentially, you know, or sticking and getting stuck in, you said before too, of getting stuck in that shadow space, because that heavier energy for me personally, that's a space I can get sucked into and I can yes. hang out and live in very simply. That's an easier, that's a, it's an easier, more accessible space for me to live in than the other side. So it is a real conscious choice and taking action of shifting that, not in a way of neglecting that, but knowing I don't just have to be in this hard, dark, heavy space. Yes. Yes. I got chills. As you said that I got chills because when we are in the healing space, when we are in like a spiritual space, when we are in that kind of space, it's like the healing work, the shadow work, the healing ancestral stuff. And yes, that stuff is so important. And if we get comfortable there, we're like, Ooh, something else to dive into. Ooh, something else is coming up. Let me, let me go sit with this thing. And it almost gets like exciting. Like, Oh yes, I have another thing. Like that thing triggered me. Okay. Awesome. And it's exciting. But then we are also ignoring the other part of ourselves, which is desiring to be seen, is desiring to emerge. And we've got to give her that space too. Mm -hmm. So like making room, making space for both to be there. And I'm trying to feel like into like a really tangible, like thing, how can people like really stop themselves from going into that shame spiral? And there's got to be some type of like, well, what I'm going to, sorry, I'm totally going to interrupt you. But as you were speaking to that, what came up to me was something that we are well-versed in, in the communities that we work in and with pause is, is a feeler because a Mm -hmm. feeler for me was the first time and I'll explain. So a feeler is essentially two people coming together, one person holding space silently without any intention of fixing, solving, doing, just having that loving support. And the other person naming what is present in their physical or emotional body without stories, without attachment, but just naming. And the reason why that stuck out to me is because the more that I got practice in versed in feelers was the first time in my life that I ever actually noticed what it was like to say, huh, you have multiple feelings and sensations that are happening in your body all the time. Even when you're deeply sad, even when you're heavy in grief, even when there's a lot of anxiety present, even there, it might be the, the slight, uh, the tiniest particle, but there is at least one tiny particle in my body that says that feels a little open or that feels soft or that feels loving, gratitude, joy, bliss. So noticing that we all are multidimensional and holding all of these multiple things at the same time for me is one tangible way to say, Oh, yes. and what way am I leaning to more than one or the other? And what do I want to, what do I choose to do about that? Yes. Like the duality that is existing within us always, yeah. always, 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 always. 
oh, that's so good. And like for the people who maybe <clears throat> feel like it's hard to connect to the body, hard to connect to the body, like even just small breaths, small breaths throughout your day, even placing a hand on your heart, just to say like, I am here, he, like I am here when, when like that, those negative feelings come up that knowing that that's not you right in this current moment, that's like coming from a story that you've, you've held on to or that has been a belief of yours or an identity that, ha- that you are currently trying to, um, like untangle and, um, I don't want to say let go, but like nurturing this piece is this, that's making, that making sense. Like nurturing this piece as you like, let go is like bringing a hand to the heart and taking a breath can be so powerful. Yeah. Just to remind you. And to even go on that too, if you are somebody who is really disconnected, disassociated in your body, doesn't feel like a safe space, I will have when I breathe or if I really need, I'm even playing around with it now I'll have a little crystal of some kind in my hand that's just this neutral resource it doesn't it's not yeah we as I like call yeah. we call all of our crystals up. yeah uh, but in this space it's not necessarily of what the crystal represents or the magic or the power of the wisdom it's just something that's cold that has a nice texture that I can pop in my fingers and know oh I'm here right now Mm-hmm. I'm not caught up in my thoughts or that story. So what, especially when I breathe too, if it is a space where I'm not really wanting to connect in, or it's able to go out, having something really neutral, that isn't my hand on my heart, that isn't my hand somewhere on my physical body can also be another way of doing the same exact thing. Yes. I love that you said that too. Cause you can do it with literally anything. Like if you're at the grocery store or something and you happen to like have your keys in your hand, you can just yeah. kind of rub your keys or something just to remind you of something kinesthetic. Like there's so many people who are kinesthetic, like, um, learners and just people who, who need like touch and feel. And, um, yes, yes. Having something to help ground you in that moment of right here, right now, this is where I'm at. Yeah. Where did you even begin to know what this was and start on this path? Like what, what, what was? Um, inner queen energy coming back into self kind of this, this holding in this different way of being. Yeah. I feel like for so long, I was always looking outside of myself for everything for like, and I didn't realize it. I didn't realize what I was doing. Um, but I just remember feeling like, okay, I'm doing all the things that these people say to do. I'm reading the books. I am listening to the people. I am listening to podcasts. I'm, I'm listening, but I don't feel what I'm supposed to feel. I think as I'm doing these things, And it was like that same energy of like doing to get, I'm doing this to to feel this. I'm doing this to feel this. I'm doing this to feel this. And then I, it left me feeling like, why do I still not feel good enough? Why do I still not after years, after years of constantly trying to do the work, why do I still not feel good enough? And it like, I, I don't remember exactly when, when the timeline was, but I mean, uh, pause one for one has really truly helped me, um, come back home to myself. And then that has just brought me on this journey of like coming home to myself, coming home to my heart, coming home to my soul through people, 
through the people I nourish myself with and, and getting to know myself more. Human design has been a really interesting thing for me to learn over the last couple of years. And that's been really fun to dive into, to know more about my, my, myself, my human self too. And like my soul self. Yeah. It was like, I wanted to feel good enough. I wanted to finally feel good enough. And like, I was sick of trying to fix myself. And so I just, I was like, okay, I'm done. It was like this place of surrender. I was like, I'm done. I am done trying to prove, to get validation, to I'm done. I just want to be me. And I want to love who I am in all parts of who I am. I don't want to judge any parts of myself anymore. I don't want to hate parts of myself anymore. I don't want to care what Susan down the street thinks. <laughs> like, I just want to love who I am and know that that's enough and, and know that not everyone's going to like that. Not everyone is going to like me. Not everyone is going to want to be in my space and knowing that that's okay too, because we are all on this journey to actually find ourselves we just are. And some people are going to be ready and some people aren't. And that's okay. Mm. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. It's not mine to tell you yes, but yes, that feels really good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I that feel that. <laughs> where, so uh, where can people find you and follow along and just hear more about this to connect, just to even be immersed in your energy? Mostly on Instagram. I'm mostly on Instagram, Miranda Tiller. And I just, I didn't tell you yet, Megan. I just <laughs> recorded my first episode of my podcast. Yay! <laughs> yeah, I'm so excited. That'll be out um, next week, actually. And I currently have a group program that is going to be start starting next week called Embody You, where we, it's a 12-week group program where we just dive really deeply into this work, into this inner queen energy into the parts of you that don't feel good enough. Those parts that feel like, when am I ever going to feel good enough? Um, and really get you to fully embody who you are right now, bringing in more love and compassion so that you can do the things that your heart has been calling you to do for so long, but you've been stuck in that paradigm of not feeling good enough yeah yeah so it's gonna be wild it's gonna be so good <laughs> yeah because being stuck if you feel that you're stuck in that space it just means that you're hitting your head against this upper lid it means that you've grown so much that you're ready for what comes next and sometimes accessing that is a lot smoother with somebody yeah. there to guide you or yes. to even just support you in that, to just reassure yeah. you that, yeah, that's okay. Yeah. Cause we need like a new perspective. We need yes. a new perspective at times, you know, and like, sometimes we can't do that on our own and, and that's okay. We're not supposed to do everything on our own. We need community. We need support. And like, that is the other thing that has really changed my life is, is leaning into the support from the right people um, and trusting that my heart and my gut knows who the right people are for me at every moment in time. Mm. So good. So good. Yeah. That's what I was thinking too, as well as just really stepping into and immersing yourself in this space is when I started to surround myself with people that did have different perspectives or new ways of thinking or being or moving in the earth, 
inner queen energy isn't a space that I initially tapped into, but from being around you and hearing you speak and witnessing how you move and express, I get curious about that. Oh, what does that look like? How does that look like for me? And the same thing with other people that are in my life of, wow, yeah, you can share a different perspective and maybe I do want to shift into that. Or what is it, what happens in my body if I start to notice and welcome in some of that? Oh, chills, 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 chills. Yes, (laughs) yes. Yeah. Oh, I adore you so much. I adore you, Megan. So, so much. Love you. Love you. And thank you for sharing everything because it just is it. Notice when you listen to Miranda's words is my, my invitation for you is notice when you listen to the way that Miranda speaks about what she does and how she moves and how she is. And if this is a concept that's speaking to you, it's because there's something in you calling and desiring for this. It's also because Miranda speaks from a truthful embodied space, not from somebody who's just coming and telling you all these things and not living that as a way of life. There's a difference. There's a, there's a massive difference. And all I feel from you is that truth and, and your, yeah, you're just truth the way that you show up and live day in and day out. So thank you for sharing that with me and with everyone else too. I fully, fully, fully received that. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for that beautiful reflection. Yes. Yes. Thank you so much for being here and for listening. I cannot tell you enough how grateful I am for you and that you get to be on this journey with me and we're here together on this wild, this wild ride. If there's something in this episode that landed with you, share it on Instagram, share it with a friend, tag me in, and I wanna know, I wanna hear about it. I love in the ways that we get to connect. And if you feel called, you can head over and rate and review this podcast. It helps us to grow and share and have other like-minded souls join this community and rise together. Sending you light and love always.